This is Ashley Salem, culture and heritage reporter for Noise, and you are listening to the Melee Podcast, a collaboration between Noise Omaha and Figure Podcasts, bringing you conversations and stories centering the experiences of Nebraskans of color. Our foremother, Maya Angelo, once wrote, to describe my mother would be to write about a hurricane in its perfect power or the climbing falling colors of a rainbow. As America recognizes February as a time to celebrate black history, I think of the power of love and sacrifice of motherhood. But if you are black, every day is black history. In what we do, say, think, feel, and the exuberance that is us. In 2021, Netflix released a documentary entitled In Our Mother's Garden. This documentary embraces a collection of eclectic Black women from various walks of life. They remember their mothers and mother figures. They explore what they learn from their mothers, grandmothers, and sisters as they dig in the dirt of their youth and cultivate their own gardens. Always interested in storytelling, I sought out Black women in Omaha with a story to tell about the relationships that built their gardens. I sat down with Pastor Lachey Pogi and foster parent Mercedes Langford Brown, both raised with hardworking single moms. They each explore how their upbringing impacted what fruit they harvested. Lachey remembers the love between her and her mother and her mother's garden. I think of how my mom loves gardening. She loved planting flowers and she had a garden. She's not loud or abrupt, but just her presence is brings strength in the room. Uh, so that's when I think of when I think of my mother. Lachey remembers how various matriarchs in her family were instrumental in teaching her how to take care of herself. One thing that I learned from my aunts, my mother, my grandmother, was they showed me how to take care of myself. Having that is great. It's a great thing to have where you can know that you can take care of yourself. So that that was one thing that I appreciate because not everybody has that uh, motivation or that um thing inbred within them to want to take care of themselves. So, yeah. Lachey's early years taught her to be self-reliant as she navigated being a latchkey kid, a kid who takes care of themselves while their parent is at work. I was, uh, I was a latchkey kid. So my mom had a second job. And so I had to come home and take care of the house. You know, I had to cook for myself most times because she had to take care of her business. She had to take care of the bills, Mm -hmm. you know? So um, that was one way I learned how to be independent by cooking my own meals, washing my own clothes, um, you know, cleaning the house. When she wants something done, you know, she would delegate responsibility to me. So, uh, you know, ever since I was nine, I had responsibilities. And I thank my mom for those opportunities because that made me who I am today. 
While not a mother in the biological sense, working in children's ministries, Lachey passes on life lessons and wisdom in an undeniably mothering fashion. She says some skills are important to pass down, while others are not. Are there any traditions that have been passed down to you that you want to pass down to the next generation? I would love to uh, teach someone how to cook. You know, um, my mom taught me how to make dressing, how to make sweet potato pie, how to make potato salad. You think of the uh, um, African-American culture and uh, the soul food and the comfort food. I really enjoy cooking and baking. So that is my therapeutic way of releasing. My mom, she liked gardening and I like cooking and baking. So those are the things I would like to pass down. Um, But then on the other side of it, I am unconventional, which sometimes just because something's taught and passed down to you does not mean it's healthy or beneficial. If you're so worried about keeping traditions and rules, but not having the relationship, then those things are pretty uh, unhealthy in that respect. Uh, So there are other things that are pretty much baggage that you need to unpack in really unlearning some things that have been passed down to you. And you don't even know why you do it. You just do it because it was, was taught. Yes, about the the fact that just because it's something that was taught, it needs, or at least there's an opportunity there to examine it, to examine it and see if this is something that you want to carry on with intention. And if not, that's okay. We can, you know, be thankful for what it taught us at that time, what it taught our ancestors Mm -hmm. at that time and do something different. Be unconventional if we need to. Yes. (laughs) the wholeness of the Black mother. Lachey's mother did what she needed to do, working two jobs. And my next guest, Mercedes Langford Brown, also grew up with a resilient single mom. Both of these women are women who have taken what they have learned in their mother's gardens and produced fruit. Here we get to know Mercedes better as she shares the bond she had with her mother, the respect, she has for her sisters and the love and lessons she carries on. Well, my mom, she was my friend. She was someone that was extremely close to me. It was on the basis where we called each other every day. I have my older sisters that took care of me, schooled us. My mom was busy trying to take care of us. So my sister stepped in and I just... It's amazing how we grew up to be the women that she wanted us to be. Wow. Love her to death. I love that. Love her. (laughs) When we hear the expression, it takes a village, we can be encouraged that we are not alone and we can create connections with those who we hold dear. For Mercedes, some of the dearest in her life are her sisters. So what are some things that your sisters taught you? Respect yourself. Love yourself. Mm -hmm. Because you can't love no one else if you don't love yourself. And it was like a privilege because my sister was so knowledgeable 
that just helped us because mom was so busy working two jobs to make sure we had everything we needed. With her help, it was just like, oh my God. You know, we went to her for everything. And then being at the last set of four girls that we are, me and my sister that's a year older than I am, we relied on each other to feed on each other like, okay, well, it's the monthly time. What do we do with this? I don't know what to do, you know? And it was like, this is what you do, Merce. This is how you handle that. You know, it was just so much knowledge. It was like, mm. okay, I don't want to mess up. And I don't want to make my sisters feel like they failed in anything that they try to do for me. So I just kept going on and just like, you know, this is going to work because they're telling me I'm getting from wisdom now, you know. So it was like, okay, I got this, you know. Now. Mercedes' mom didn't just pass on the wisdom of what to do, but also what not to do. Learning to take nothing at face value and look for actions instead. To take no wooden nickels. And like my mom always taught us, you never take no wooden nickels. And I couldn't, under, for the life of me, understand what that meant. Like, Break okay, that down for about? us. I remember you know, that term. Like, my what mom is used that? that yeah, <laughs> tell us about it. What, what, what does that mean? You know, what is that wooden nickel? You know, don't short yourself, love yourself. And I was like, I got this. I know I got this, you know. We've had a lot of trials and tribulations and fell back. But once you get out of that, sisters, all that stuff come back to you because, you know, it inculcates you mm. and you learn from that. And I did. And I'm so thankful for my people. <laughs> I know that's right. I love so that. So thankful. Yes. So, I mean, I'm just envisioning, you know, what that might be like and having, you know, someone older, more seasoned, be able to kind of tell you about things to what to look out for and, and kind of what to celebrate in and, and all that. What are some of the traditions, maybe even tied to those things that you feel like were passed down to you? For instance, like foster kids, you know, that's a tradition that my mom loved kids I've always watched everything that happened around my home. And as far as my mom goes, when she took in kids, it made me feel so hurtful because I'm like, this child here is away from her parents, away from her family. You know, I felt bad for her because I knew my mom's heart was like that too. And she's always felt like, you know, she's always told us, you know, love people. You have to love people. We took in every foster child that she had as a brother or sister, love them all. And that was something that she taught us, you know? So from that tradition, you know, and me feeling so bad and just picturing if that was my child, yeah. you know, I would want uh, my child to be in a home that somebody cared and loved her or loved them, you know? I wouldn't want my child in a, in a more abusive home. And my mother always, Whatever she had to do, she did for them kids. And that tradition, it just came down to me. So that's where I'm at right now today. And I've had over, I could say about over 80 children in my home. I have exactly 35 of them that's on my Facebook page. 
Some of them got married and moved on, but they still come back and say, Miss Mercedes. Yeah, see that Miss Mercedes thing. I'm t- That's it. And I love it. And my mom taught me that. And I'm like, you know what? That is something special because you never, you know, you know, you never know what the kids are going through and how they're going through. I mean, and I'm I'm so grateful. That's beautiful yeah. that he was able to see that in your mother. Yes. And be able to, you know, you have that heart and that perspective, too, on what's needed, you know, yes. the empathy to really feel what these children are going through and what they may need, you know, mm-hmm. teaching them skills like that's that that they can carry that on. And that's something yes. that they need, you know, mm-hmm. that's remarkable. I'm excited. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm excited, too. <laughs> So when you think about traditions um, in that way, things that you've learned? Well, I take what I've learned. My, I lost my oldest daughter, but I had my middle daughter, my baby daughter. So what I've learned and what I teach them is love, respect, being positive, being adult women and caring. And my baby now, she went to and got her CNA, and she loves working with the elderly. I said, that is wonderful. She said, oh, my, they look so cute. Oh, my God. And she'll do anything, <laughs> anything to help them. She is, she's ready to go. And that's what she's been doing. You know, my oldest one, she's in culinary, but, you know, the youngest one, and she see just how, because the kids come through, and she's like, I want to be a caring individual and teach others too. And that's, it's, a, it's passing down. So look, at I enjoy that. it. She loves it. I'm like, you sure? Because I know <laughs> elderly people, that's, that's you. Younger people is me. I said, but long as we're helping each other and we're positive and we're learning and they're learning from you, it's a beautiful thing. Mercedes loves, nurtures, and supports her own children and the foster children that have come through her home. She teaches them life skills, like budgeting and ironing their clothes. She speaks about her connection with one of the children that came through her home as a foster child. You know, I have a young lady that talks to me, you know, a foster child that comes to me and she's like, Miss Mercedes, if it wasn't for you, I love my mother, my family. She said, but if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be alive today. Mm. And things like that, it kind of like hit home. I'm like, I'm so glad that I do what I do. You know, but. That's, that's so beautiful. You talk about providing like value and impact. <sighs> to be able to have children and have them come into your home and you be able to teach them something that maybe they didn't know. And maybe sometimes they stay for a long time and sometimes they stay for a short time, but still be able to make an impact in their lives and be there for them during what could be a really tough transition and a really tough time. And for them to come back and, you know, be grown and on and getting married and moving <laughs> on. And they still remember Miss Mercedes. Like, still. That, that is beautiful. You know, and I have had um, children in my home. I don't mean to go off subject or nothing like that, but I've had kids in my girl, teen girls in my home that never even pick up an iron. Mm. And I'm still teaching, you know, I teach them that and teaching them like, okay, well, I'm going to help you financially, 
they have never done a whole bunch of things and they just sit and watch. Yeah. Like they're so amazed because they never had the training or never understood things. So my mother, she, by her love for that, it just went over me. And when I seen the kids, it just went over me. And that just, I don't know. It just, it just overwhelms me. You've been listening to Melee, a collaboration between Noise Omaha and Figure Podcast. I'm Ashley Salem. For more podcasts, check out figurepodcast.com. And for more noise, check out noiseomaha.com. <laughs>